We have such natural looking results. Like we make patients, you know, look like a better version of themselves. Uh-huh. And I ho- really hope that that brings more patients into the practices um, that may, may have been a little bit hesitant to try a procedure. Um, you know, they're afraid they might, you know, look pulled or frozen or what have you. And so I think if you look at uh, our results, you know, patients would be really excited about that, that kind of outcome uh, so I think that's a big obstacle for a lot of folks. So how do we bring, you know, new patients into aesthetics that maybe wouldn't have had these types of treatments in the past? Hello, and welcome back to the Technology of Beauty, where I have the opportunity to interview the movers and shakers of the beauty business. And today is no exception. Today in our studio, we have Karen Cronholm. Hi, Karen. She's come all the way out from Boston to talk to us about a very exciting and new technology. So, first of all, welcome to L.A. Thank you, yeah. I'm enjoying the warm weather. It's great. I bet you are. It's great (laughs) weather, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) So, uh, before we get into your technology, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? That sort of thing, to start? Yeah, Yeah, sure. So, I grew up in Massachusetts. I actually went to UNH. I'm actually a scientist by training, so I have a degree in microbiology, and then uh, went on to get my MBA from Northeastern. So exciting! Did you live in the Back Bay there when you were in? No, no, but I've I've always lived in the Boston area. Just really love it out there, despite the cold weather. (laughs) My daughter lived in the Back Bay. She uh, she went to school there at the Berkeley College of Music. Oh, nice! So I had the chance to hang out there around Northeastern. So that's where you got your MBA. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what did you do? What was your first job after that? So, well, actually, I um, started off behind the bench. So uh, as a scientist in the life sciences industry, uh-huh. and then uh, eventually find my, found my way to um, Sinusure. So that's really where I got my aesthetic experience and just really loved that, that job and had a great time. And uh, when I heard about what Citralis was doing, I really just had to be involved. It was such a great idea and a great opportunity. So what year did you go to Sinusure? Uh, so I was in at uh, Sinusure from like 2008 to 2012. Okay. Yep. And what did you do while you were there? What so, was your main? So I managed the body contouring products. Uh, so I had Smart Lipo, Cellulase, uh, and a couple other cellulite products as well. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then you were recruited to go to Citralis. Yes. Okay. Yep. So is Citralis the name of the company or the technology? It's the company. The technology is microcoring, and our product name is Elacor. That's a lot. So Elacor, <laughs> Elacor. How do you spell that? E-L-L-A-C-O-R. Elacor. Elacor. That's yep. the product. Yep. The company name is Citralis. Yep. Okay. Yep. And when, when did you moved to Citrellis. So that was actually in 2015. And um, I just, when I heard about the opportunity, I like I mentioned, I just had to be involved. It's actually um, Rox Anderson and, and Jay Austin are two of the founders. Yes. So we have an exclusive license out of MGH. And it was just, um, just made sense. It's such a simple technology and just a great idea that they had. Uh, at the time, we actually hadn't done too much. It was real early days. It was more of an idea than anything else. Uh-huh. And uh, but when I heard about, hey, we're just removing these micro cores of tissue. So we remove the epidermis and the dermis. It's a full thickness core of skin that gets removed. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed so straightforward. And I thought, gosh, that's just got to work. That's got to make sense for, you know, 
treating wrinkles and, you know, reducing lax skin. And, you know, my from my days at Sinusure, we spent a lot of time on, you know, developing products for those applications. So, you know, I had a good idea of kind of, you know, hey, what's working really well or what ideas might um, work even better. So that's, you know, really how I wanted to be involved with the company and take things further and see if we could, you know, really make it work. And we have made it work. We, we now have an FDA clearance. Yes, congratulations. Uh, thank That's you. recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, have you been the CEO the entire time? Uh, no, the founding CEO, um, Doug Levinson, um, you know, he pulled the company together and did an amazing job putting together a group of great investors, um, KOLs as well, key mm-hmm. opinion leaders, physicians that we worked with, and uh, handed over to me in 2017. Okay, so you've been at the helm. For yep. four years then, yep. right? And now you have FDA approval. Yep. Let's go back a little bit before I ask you how you're going to roll this out. But let's talk a little bit more about the science and what actually sure. happens. You've mentioned that there's coring. You've yep. mentioned skin laxity. You've mentioned epidermis and dermis. But for the listeners and watchers, let's take a step back and, and redefine just what this technology is okay yeah sure so So, yeah so i mean again at the heart of it we're just removing that epidermis and the dermis and you know if you talk to rox anderson and jay austin our two founders really their idea behind that was you know how could we find a better way you know when you're treating with say a fractionally ablative laser which you know rox anderson had a lot of involvement with developing that product yes he always thought well you know why aren't i seeing you know maybe a better tightening effect and he theorized well you know, maybe it's because you have all this coagulated tissue from when you use a laser and the, the skin doesn't actually close. So you don't, you're not really removing any tissue. And he thought, well, what if I could just remove the tissue using, not using any energy? So no heat, no RF, no radio frequency, ultrasound, anything like that, just a mechanical removal of the tissue that the skin would collapse on itself and you just have less skin. So it's just as simple as that. He, uh-huh. His theory um, and, and Jay's work on the product as well really panned out. Um, and we see that in our clinical studies, we're able to remove about 5 to 8% of the skin in a given treatment. And so really it's kind of a math equation, you know, how much skin can we remove in one treatment versus multiple treatments, and we see better and better results with more treatments. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously being able to do that without causing any scarring, it's not a surgical procedure. So that's the question I have. How yeah. big are the cores that you're taking out? You're taking a core. Mm-hmm. It's and, about 500, or sorry, less than 500 microns in diameter, so we're around 400 microns. And that there's an important science behind that as well. We, we definitely wanted to make sure we really understood the science and the technology really well. So we've done a lot of clinical studies to really hone into that right size and also right percentage of skin to remove Mm -hmm. um, to make sure we're getting great efficacy, but also a great downtime healing profile for the patient as well. What is the downtime or healing for a patient, say they treat their neck? Uh, So the patients reported to us in our clinical studies, it's actually about three days on average of downtime. Okay. And these cores... Are they, uh, are they a grid or are they individual? And how far apart are they? They're a grid. So basically we remove um, skin with a, kind of a stamping technique. Okay. So the consumable that we have with the device actually has these tiny little super sharp microcoring needles that lay down a pattern within that one square centimeter. Mm-hmm. And we can either increase the number of cores that we remove or decrease them to change that percent of skin that we remove within that sort of stamp. 
So you can change the number of coring devices yes. in a given stamp? Yes, it's adjustable. Um, Interesting. Almost think of it as like a really simple robot in a way that we, we have incorporated with the way the device works. We have these very precise and accurate motors that control the needles, and we can position them anywhere in space. Okay. And there's yeah. no energy involved. Correct. RF ultrasound, you Correct. mentioned no cautery. There's no there's no. no bleeding per se. Yeah, no. There's a little bit of bleeding during okay, the procedure. But it just naturally stops. Yeah, all. sure. Yeah, um, we advise that um, you know physicians use a little bit of local anesthesia, and because is that topical or injected? Injected. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And th so there's epinephrine in there that you know obviously helps with the bleeding, mm -hmm. and um, but to c control the pain, obviously lidocaine. Patients report to us about a pain level of two during the procedure and then no pain afterwards. So I think that's a real big advantage of the lack of energy mm -hmm. is there's no sustained pain and the procedure itself is not very painful either with, you know, the right answer. And that's on a pain scale of one through ten or yes. one through five? Yes, yeah, one, one to ten. Okay. Yep. So pain of on a one through ten is only two. Correct. The procedure and post-procedure? Nothing. Zero. Nothing, yeah. Any special uh, dressings? Nope, nope. Just we recommend that you know patients put Aquaphor on post procedure. Any it. contraindications? Uh, we have a few that you know we just a couple things we just like to be you know cautious about. You know, obviously, if somebody's had like filler in that area, you know, we would want to be really careful about treating right over that. Okay. <laughs> um, so certainly, there's a few things that we like to make sure we we include when we're talking to physicians. But you know, really, it's it's a very simple procedure, and we're not going that deep into the tissue. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, you could treat over structures that you know maybe you wouldn't with other heat based technologies. So, how deep do the actual core biops or the core needles? Yeah, we, well, we go? just need to be um, at the bottom of the dermal layer to remove the, the tissue. So, you know, most patient, most people on average, they have you know two millimeter uh, skin thickness. So, mm -hmm. we make sure we go to about say three, sometimes four, depending on the patient, just to make sure we're going deep enough. But okay. really, doesn't impact the the tissues underneath at all. Now, if you're removing that 5 to 8%, whatever it is, and, and they heal, two questions. How soon could, uh, could I have a second procedure, and how many procedures could I have? So you could have as many procedures as you want. <laughs> In our clinical studies, we've done, we did up to three. Okay. So two to three to, you know, achieve the efficacy that we were looking for. Uh -huh. um, but, and then we did a regimen of 30 days in between treatments. But you certainly you could, you know, what, what we hear a lot from physicians is we could treat as soon as patients are healed. And each time you lose, say, 5%, 5 to 8%. Correct, yeah. So let's take 5%. I could lose 15 plus percent yeah. with three treatments. Exactly. Separated yeah. by a month. Right. And one of the really interesting things we, you know, we discovered is that we were able to improve these more severe wrinkles. So moderate to severe wrinkles is actually what we're indicated for. Oh, interesting. So not fine lines and wrinkles, which is uh -huh. what a lot of other products have. Yes. Um, and we really targeted the, you know, mid to lower face area uh -huh. um, and able to address an area that not a lot of other technologies can really treat very well. Now, have you treated the entire face, like the forehead, the eyelids, the cheek, and so forth? We've just really focused on the mid to lower face. Interesting. Yeah. 
And have you gone commercial yet? Is this a commercialized product? We're, we're just starting to roll out the, the, the launch and the products. So um, we have shipped our first system, which we're really excited you about. You have or well. have Yes, we have. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. That's wonderful. But really planning on doing a big launch in 2022. Okay. Well, I certainly hope that you're launching at the uh, Aesthetic Society. Oh, of course we'll the be American there. The <laughs> American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. My beloved society in April uh, in San Diego. Yeah, that's a great meeting. So yeah, we'll so be thank there. you. Good. You will be there for yes. sure. Great. Um, can you compare and contrast your technology with the Recros technology? Yeah, sure. I, I think we're doing different things. Um, you know, I think that we're really focused on the skin. I know from what I've heard, um, they're uh, going a little bit deeper into, you know, trying to remove some fat as well. Okay. Um, so a bit of a different application. And um, and also, I mean, I think, again, we're trying to stick to the, the entire mid to lower face and really treating those broader areas. I would say the other thing that we've done differently as well is just the style of or the manner in which we're removing the tissues different. Can you explain um, that? Yeah. I'm so, unclear on that. Yeah. So we have... Um, develop the, a method with these super sharp coring needles where we're just puncturing into the tissue and then removing the tissue. They don't rotate. Okay. Versus the Recros technology with which rotates. So a little bit of a different style there as well. I believe okay. um, our core sizes are much smaller as well. Okay. Which we, again, as I mentioned, you know, we studied that quite extensively. So we really feel that that's like the best way to, you know, remove the tissue and again, to get the best safety and efficacy that we can. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you because they both sound similar. When I when sure, I just yeah. hear them, they they sound very similar. But yours yours is straight in and out. Theirs yep. is rotatory. Yep. And theirs is deeper. You said and it includes. Yeah, fat. that's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So tell me something. When you look in your crystal ball, what <laughs> crystal ball? Where do you see the future of this industry, and in particular, the future of Citrellus? I'm sure you have other things. If working with rocks. I'm sure you have other ideas. Yeah, we have a ton of NJ. ideas. Yeah, yeah, we have so many ideas. I, I really see the device as a technology platform. So while this is our first indication for use for wrinkles, um, I think there's a lot more that we can do with the device. Okay. So there's a lot of applications that we're working on right now to um, you know explore and you know hopefully come out with additional indications for use, additional clearances. Uh, we believe really strongly in innovation. We're a very innovative company, and I have a team of uh, brilliant engineers that are uh, already working on the next great thing. So stay tuned for, for some more exciting products to come from us as well. Uh, uh, any plans on going off the face and onto the body? We'll see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you're holding out on me. I think that'd be great because laxity is a big problem. Uh, and, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you can do to help. Yeah. The other thing I think um, I'm excited about with our technology is we have such natural looking results. Like we make patients, you know, look like a better version of themselves. Uh -huh. And I ho really hope that that brings more patients into the practices um, that may, may have been a little bit hesitant to try a procedure. Um, you know, they're afraid they might, you know, look pulled or frozen or what have you. And so I think if you look at uh, our results, you know, patients would be really excited about that, that kind of outcome. Uh, so I think that's a big obstacle for a lot of folks. So how do we bring, you know, new patients into aesthetics that maybe wouldn't have had these types of treatments in the past? 
I think you're on to something that way. I remember when you, when you first presented it at the Aesthetic Innovation Summit, or AIS, and I thought the same thing. I thought there are some people that just do not want a facelift. Exactly. They don't want the cut. They right. don't want the scar. They don't want all the stigma and so forth. And this seemed like a way in which you could minimize some of the skin right. and thereby uh, decrease the laxity and redundancy. And it seemed like a minimally invasive, not non-invasive, right. but minimally invasive approach to tightening and lifting. So yeah, exactly. uh, I applaud your efforts. I hope you continue. You. I hope you go off the body also uh, because there's so many areas that patients ask us about all the time. Yeah. And yeah. I love your concept of expanding the market because there, because there are so many people that are looking for alternatives. Right. Um, and I want to exactly. thank you for coming uh, here and spending your time here in the studio at the Technology of Beauty. We sure appreciate it. I look forward to having you back on the show as you develop these new applications of this coring te uh, technology. Great. Thank you Citrellis. so much. It was a pleasure to be here. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. And I want to thank all of you for joining us once again at the Technology of Beauty, where I have the opportunity to interview the movers and shakers of the beauty business. You've just heard about Citrellis and a very novel way to, to lift and tighten the skin with a multiple core biopsy type of technique. So join us every Tuesday, and you can hear our, our uh, podcast or watch us on YouTube and go to thetechnologyofbeauty.com. Take care. Thank you very much. <laughs>